Hi, this is Coach Colette, host of the Start Within podcast, and welcome to this week's episode of Financial Fridays. Well, you know that I aim to find topics that are of interest and also that are beneficial for your well-being. So, did you know that today is National Solitude Day? Yes, I know, it's a bit ironic given the fact that we are living through a pandemic. Yet it's also important to remember that solitude or having time for yourself is very helpful and beneficial to your mental health and well-being. Now, whether you're like me, someone who has been solo quarantining through this whole pandemic experience, or if you've been living with other folks in your same space, working from home, schooling from home, socializing from home, it doesn't matter. We all benefit from finding time for quiet reflection and thought. Solitude allows you to reorganize your thoughts. It allows you to reflect on your day or to reflect on past experiences and think about what are the things that you are grateful for? What are you hopeful for? What are you excited about? It also allows you to think more deeply and deep thinking allows you to make even better decisions. Now, I know it can be challenging to find time for solitude. Again, particularly if you are in a space with other people. So how can you create that space and create that time for solitude? Where can you find that alone space? Where can you find that safe space to ground, get quiet, and reflect? And if you're like me, who spends nearly 100% of the time alone, how comfortable are you with being alone? Have you become more comfortable with being in silence and not needing to fill that silence with distraction or other noises? This is definitely something that has been personal for me this year. I'm an only child, I happen to be single, and I happen to live alone. None of those things are different compared to pre-pandemic. What's different is the lack of in-person socialization. So I've really learned to become more comfortable with being in my own space and being able to distinguish between times where I'm okay with being alone and times where I feel lonely. And again, regardless of your living situation, it's important to think about that because it's a myth that you can only feel lonely when you're alone. You can be in a crowded space, or well, you could have been in a crowded space pre-pandemic, and still feel lonely. So I encourage you on this National Day of Solitude to explore what is your relationship with being alone? What is your relationship with silence? And what can you do to enhance those relationships? 
so that you can be more grounded and feel more centered. That's all for me for now. Get ready and listen up to today's tip from Suki Singh. Hello, everyone. This is Suki Singh, a.k.a. Invest Singh of the Invest Singh podcast with your weekly Financial Friday tip. In derivatives, there's something called a call option. A call option is a way to purchase the stock at a specific price. If you purchase a call option, you are betting that the option, meaning the stock price, would go up in value after a specific amount of time. So if you buy, say, the June call option, you are saying that by June you expect the stock price to move higher. It is important to learn about derivatives so you can diversify your portfolio. With that said, that is your weekly Financial Friday tip, and I'll speak to you soon. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Coach Colette. You may have felt like you just survived 2020. What would it be like to thrive in 2021? Notwithstanding the external forces over which you have no control, what would it be like to make even a small shift this year? Can you imagine what it will be like at the end of this year when you reflect on all that you have created? It is possible when you start within, and I'd like to help you do it. You can visit my website, startwithincoaching.com, and at the top, click Start Here to schedule your complimentary activation call. We can talk about what's going on in your life right now and where you'd like to be. So go to startwithincoaching.com, click Start Here, and let's start your journey within. Hey, I'm back with this week's Unplugged segment. I know it's been a tough week for many of us. We've just had another incidence of violence in Colorado this past week, and We are still in the midst of everything that's going on with the pandemic and increasing cases. I've also been wrestling with my own personal, professional, disappointing news this week. And I know the universe doesn't give me these experiences just for the podcast, but sometimes I think it is a reminder even for myself, that I am human. And the irony is that these past two Fridays, I've facilitated a workshop called Mindfulness, Motivation, and Managing Stress. And in this past week, I have found myself needing to really come back to some of the points that I have talked about in those workshops. And I've been looking at the seven attitudes of mindfulness and really thinking about how is it that I can get back to a more grounded and also hopeful state of mind. 
So when I take a look at the seven attitudes of mindfulness, and I come to one that I guess that I am working through again right now is non-striving, which is the intention to be who you are and where you are right now. It's also the intention to pay attention to whatever is happening in the moment and not aiming for the moment to be different. And so, of course, when we get disappointing news, there is that intention to think it could be better or it should be better or why did this happen to me? And in this case, I've also been wrestling with thoughts of, did I do everything that I could do to create a different outcome? And I've had to really think about, this is where I am right now. This is the outcome that has happened. I cannot change that outcome. And so how is it that I can be more present to what's happening in my moment without trying to change it? Very connected to this attitude is the attitude of acceptance. Seeing things as they are in the present moment and setting the intention to accept these things without trying to change them. So non-striving is about me not trying to be someone else, and acceptance is about me not trying to make the moment be something else. And I will say that my mindfulness practice my bookends of meditating in the morning close to the first thing when I get up and doing my breathing and energy practices to let go of the day in the evening have been helping. And yet I'm still disappointed. Mindfulness doesn't necessarily change what's happened. It's just giving me space to be with it and be present to it. Another attitude is patience, accepting that things unfold in their own time and setting the intention to be patient with yourself when you get agitated or frightened and accept that it's just the current state of mind. And, well, I'm a native New Yorker, so, you know, I love things to happen in a New York minute. So I have been working with patience probably all of my life. And the intention to be patient with myself is definitely something that I am continuing to work on, to know that, yes, I will get frustrated. Yes, I will get disappointed. Yes, I will get angry. And accepting that that is a current state of mind in that moment, and also knowing that that moment will pass. And then one of the final aspects or attitudes of mindfulness that I'll talk about that I am working through is letting go. The intention to let your experience be what it is and the intention to let things be without grasping, holding on, or pushing away. So that aspect of letting go of what happened, letting go of the outcome that I did not want, letting go of holding on to the desire for a different outcome, 
And also not pushing away, right? Not pushing away my frustration, not pushing away my disappointment. And again, connected to the other attitudes, allowing me to be in this space where I am and still knowing that this too will pass and know that I will get to the other side. So I thought that I would share this very transparent experience that I'm going through as a way of hopefully sharing some insights with you, hopefully maybe allowing you to have an aha moment. How is it that you move through your disappointing moments? How is it that you bounce back from challenges? How is it that you overcome setbacks? Do you have a particular practice that works for you? I'd love to hear it. You know that you can always share a message with me on the Anchor platform, or you can tweet me or reach out to me on Instagram or even TikTok. So as always, take care of yourself, love on yourself, nourish yourself, have a wonderful weekend, and we'll be speaking again soon. So what is your takeaway from this week's Financial Fridays segment? What might you do differently around your money and your mindset? For more financial advice, you can check out Suki's podcast, Invest Sing, where I also share tips on his Wellness Wednesdays segment. If you enjoyed this episode and haven't already subscribed, you can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. You can also connect with me on Instagram at coach underscore Colette for more inspiration on personal growth and wellness. Tune in next Friday for another episode and get ready to start within to finish strong. Thank you.